Part 3 The Way of the Cross Day 24 Jesus Embraces the Cross You were dead in sins and uncircumcised in the flesh. But God brought you back to life with Christ, having forgiven us all our sins. He has canceled our debt to the law, which had been charged against us. He obliterated it by nailing it to the cross. He disarmed the demonic principalities and powers, parading them publicly behind him in the triumphal procession of the cross. Colossians chapter 2, verses 13 through 15. As we've noted, at the very heart of his sorrowful passion, our Lord felt some sense of joy because he knew the purpose of his suffering. The letter to the Hebrews tells us, Jesus, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross. Yet we may still find Maria's vision of Christ as he lifted the cross to carry it, unsettling. More than simply enduring it, she saw him embracing it, addressing it as my soul's beloved. Could he have possibly been so enchanted by the instrument of his death? The lives of certain saints suggest that such could indeed have been the case. Imitating our Lord, they gave themselves up to God in martyrdom or in other forms of unsought suffering, hoping like St. Paul to complete what is lacking in Christ's afflictions. When they did, they too spoke passionately of whatever cross they were called to bear. Recall, for example, the startling words of St. Ignatius of Antioch as he made his way in chains to the lions at Rome. He said, come fire, cross, battling with wild beasts, bones wrenched, limbs mangled, my whole body crushed, the devil's cruel tortures. Only let me get to Christ. Let me imitate the passion of my God. Whoever has Christ in them, let them appreciate what I am longing for. As Maria's vision reveals, any delight Jesus may have taken in the cross was in reality a delight in the brothers and sisters he would reconcile to God through it. His joy and suffering was a sign of his love for us. So whatever cross you give us to carry, Father, teach us to carry it with joy, knowing what blessings will come from carrying that cross. Before he received the cross, Jesus, the master and redeemer of the world, looked at it with the kind of joy and exultation that a bridegroom would display as he looks at his richly adorned bride. As the cross was laid on him, he addressed it this way. O cross, my soul's beloved, now made ready to fulfill my desires, come to me so that I may be embraced in your arms, and so that, laid upon them as on an altar, I may be acceptable to the Eternal Father as the sacrifice for His reconciliation with humanity. In order to embrace you, I have come down from heaven and taken on flesh that can suffer and die. 
You will be the scepter with which I will triumph over all my enemies, the key with which I will open the gates of heaven for all who have been chosen, the sanctuary where Adam's guilty sons will find mercy, and the treasure house that will lift them from poverty. In hanging on you my cross, I wish to lift up and urge on my friends the value of suffering, the dishonor and reproach of the world. I wish them to embrace such adversity joyfully, seek it eagerly, and follow me on the path I will open up for them through you. Eternal Father, receive this sacrifice as acceptable to your justice, so that from today on, they will not be servants anymore, but instead sons and heirs of your kingdom with me. The Mystical City of God. This has been an episode of Lent, 40 Reflections and Mystical Revelations on the Passion, a podcast brought to you by TAN. For new episode notifications and to support this show and more great free content from TAN, visit LentPodcast.com to subscribe and use coupon code PASSION25 to get 25% off your next order including The Passion, Reflections on the Suffering and Death of Jesus Christ by Paul Thigpen, and countless more spiritual works to strengthen your faith and interior life. Thanks for listening.